in the engine shed by william wilkins from the world's best poetry volume nine tragedy and humor part one read for LibriVox.org by phone as the narrator and craig franklin as old chris in the engine shed through air made heavy with vapors murk o'er slack and cinders and heaps and holes the engine driver came to his work burly and bluff as a bag of coals with a thick gold chain where he bulged the most and a beard like a brush and a face like a toast and a hat half eaten by fire and frost and a diamond pin in the folded dirt of the shawl that served him for collar and shirt whenever he harnessed his steed of metal the shovel-fed monster that could not tire with limbs of steel and entrails of fire above us it sang like a tea-time kettle he came to his salamander toils in what seemed a devil's cast-off suit all charred and discoloured with rain and oils and smeared and suited from muffler to boot some wiping it struck him his paws might suffer with a wisp of thread he found on the buffer the improvement effected was not very great then he spat and passed his pipe to his mate and his whole face laughed with an honest mirth as any extant on this grimy earth welcoming me to his murky region and had you known him i tell you this though your bright hair shiver and sink at its roots o piano-fingering fellow collegian you would have returned no cold salutes to the cheery greeting of old chris but locked your hand in the vice of his for at night when the sleet storm shatters and scatters and clangs on the pane like a pile of fetters he flies through it all with the world's love letters the master of mighty leviathan motions that make for him storm when the nights are fair and cook him with fire and carve him with air while we sleep soft on the carriage cushions and he looked sharp for the signals blear-eyed often had chris over england rolled me you shall hear a story he told me a dream of his rugged watch unwearied the story we were driving the down express will at the steam and i at the coal over the valleys and villages over the marshes and coppices over the river deep and broad through the mountain under the road flying along tearing along thunderbolt engine swift and strong fifty tons she was whole and soul i'd been promoted to the express i warrant i was proud and gay it was the evening that ended may and the sky was a glory of tenderness we were thundering down to a midland town it doesn't matter about the name for we didn't stop there or anywhere for a dozen miles on either side well as i say just there you slide with your steam shut off and your brakes in hand down the steepest and longest grade in the land at a pace that i promise you is grand we were just there with the express when i caught sight of a girl's white dress on the bank ahead and as we passed you have no notion how fast she sank back scared from our baleful blast we were going a mile and a quarter a minute with vans and carriages down the incline but i saw her face and the sunshine in it I looked in her eyes and she looked in mine as the train went by like a shot from a mortar 
a roaring hell breath of dust and smoke, and it was a minute before I woke, when she lay behind us a mile and a quarter. And the years went on, and the express leaped in her black resistlessness, evening by evening England through. Will, God rest him, was found a mash of bleeding rags in a fearful smash he made a Christmas train at Crewe. It chanced I was ill the night of the mess, or I shouldn't now be here alive. But thereafter the five o'clock out express, evening by evening I used to drive. And often I saw her, that lady I mean, that I spoke of before, she often stood atop of the bank, it was pretty high, say twenty feet and back by a wood, she would pick daisies out of the green, to fling down at us as we went by, we had grown to be friends to she and I. Though I was a stalwart grimy chap, and she a lady I'd wave my cap, evening by evening when I'd spy that she was there in the summer air watching the sun sink out of the sky. Oh, I didn't see her every night, bless you no, just now and then, and not at all for a twelvemonth quite. Then one evening I saw her again, alone as ever but wild and pale, climbing down on the line on the very rail, while a light as of hell from our wild wheels broke, tearing down the slope with their devilish clamours, and deafening din as of giant hammers that smote in a whirlwind of dust and smoke all the instant or so that we sped to meet her. Never, oh never, had she seemed sweeter. I let yell the whistle reversing the stroke, down that awful incline, and signal the guard to put on his brakes at once and hard. Though we couldn't have stopped, we tattered the rail, into splinters and sparks, but without avail. We couldn't stop, and she wouldn't stir, saving to turn us her eyes and stretch, her arms to us and the desperate wretch. I pitied, comprehending her. So the brakes let off and the steam full again, sprang down on the lady the terrible train. She never flinched, we beat her down, and ran on through the lighted length of the town, before we could stop to see what was done. Yes, I've run over more than one, for a dozen I should say, but none, that I pitied as I pitied her. If I could have stopped with all the spur of the train's weight on and cannily, but it never would do with a lad like me. And she a lady, or had been, sir, we won't say any more of her. The world is hard, but I am her friend, right through down to the world's end. It is a curl of her sunny hair, set in this locket that I wear. I picked it off the big wheel there. Time's up, Jack. Stand clear, sir, yes. We're going out with the express. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.